Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, wondrous, mystical, incredibly gorgeous, yummy, juicy world. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a little excited today. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. I am so excited to be with you today and I'm so grateful you are tuning in, joining in, however you're tuning and joining in. Um, if you're with us live today on the show, thank you. And if you're listening as a replay, thank you. <laughs> and please know that however you're joining us, whenever you've landed on this conversation, you are a contribution to it, and I am grateful for you and for that. So um, if you have not jumped into the chat room, if you're able to listen live and you're uh, here on the, the morning of, um, oh my gosh, September the 2nd. <laughs> 2016. If you're able to jump in live, we're always happy to see you in the chat room. It's kind of our backstage, so all you got to do is look for the red bar near the top of your screen, click on the word chat room, give yourself a name, it could be yours or anyone else's, and join us. There's no secret IQ test or secret password. Just come on in and play with us. Um, it's a fun place to enter your questions, your comments, awarenesses. I love what we do in the chat room. It is such an amazing contribution to this, to every show. It is truly uh, a whole lot of fun and remarkably uh, enlightening in many cases. <laughs> so, um, wow, if you've never joined us before, I'm so grateful you're happening on this conversation today, again, whenever that is. Um, my name is Keisha Clark, and I am a goddess of magic and possibilities, and I'm grateful to have you come play with me and this show. And I enjoy all kinds of fun, cool, amazing, way beyond the ordinary kinds of things, and that includes uh, playing with my uh, intuitive mediumship, with body work and readings and facilitation. Um, it also includes my hands-on body work that I do, and I have a long history of that, just about three decades worth. Oh my goodness, not to date myself or nothing, but hey. <laughs> I've been hanging out with bodies for a long time. And um, wow, it, it for me, it is all about being empowered. It's all about uh, empowering ourselves and empowering each other. And that is really what I'm an advocate of. And so uh, the, sh the topic of this show actually being living well, and yes, I do pronounce it different than what it's normally pronounced. <laughs> and well is also kind of an acronym for the willingness to embody abundant living. So we have all kinds of fun with topic uh, matter that is all kinds of ways to be doing that embodiment of abundant living. It's beyond uh, any type of currency exchange. It is the abundance of the possibilities that we be, the abundance of the possibilities that exist in, as, and through us. And how much fun can we have? How much joy can we have allowing ourselves to be the embodiment of possibility? and magic, and the things that we can change, create, uh, wow, just, just what if we are more amazing than we ever considered ourselves to be? Hmm. 
And that kind of feeds into what our topic is today. Um, it's a little bit different. Well, I don't know if it's different. It, it Maybe wording-wise for the topic, it might be a little bit different. Um, and at the same time, <laughs> it's not really all that different. It's not on my watch is what we're talking about today. And that is a thing, a place, an energy, an awareness that I came to, oh, just last Sunday, actually. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, yeah, let me, just, let me just give you sort of the lead in here. So let me ask you, truth, does showing up as different expressions of the universe mean that we are separate? <laughs> what do you know? So here's the dealio, folks. I, and I'm raising my hand to this guy, I am no longer willing to entertain the lie of separation, period. End of discussion. So how about you? Of course, we're going to have a discussion because <laughs> it's a radio show. So, you know, letting you go at this point would mean dead air for the other 50-something minutes. So... <laughs> So we're going to talk about it. So I am so grateful that you're joining me. We're going to have a candid discussion about the willingness to let go of the lie that pervades our entire existence. Yeah, I know that might have some heaviness to it. And what are you aware of? It is the lie that we are separate and somehow less than, whether that's talking about a, a supreme deity, another person, an organization, any other anything that we might be thinking we are less than. There's the lie. If you are frustrated with anything in your life, now this is my awareness that I'm sharing here, it is highly likely this lie is living somewhere in your world, hidden and camouflaged, and it is keeping you locked in the cycles of frustration. So each of us is the key to our freedom. What if each of us is the key to our freedom? Are you willing to have yours? Mm hmm. Uh huh. So I'm going to throw up a few disclaimers this morning because uh, where we're going, there's no telling, and yet we're going there. Uh, and so this may involve some words that are a bit intense. It might even involve some words that some people would consider swear words. So hashtag no filters <laughs> for today's show. <laughs> uh, but we're doing it. Um, and so I'll give you a little bit of background. Yeah. So I, I've been, uh, and I think if you've listened to any of my other shows, um, you've heard me make references to some of the changes that are going on in my life. And a big, well, everything. It's, it's a big change. <laughs> There's nothing minor going on in my life right now. So <laughs> uh, in the process of all of this, and one of the things in all of this that's changing is my um, a business name, business the, the way I'm doing business, the programs I'm putting together, the perspectives and the approaches um, that my business is inviting me to. So um, I was doing some research last weekend and getting some more awarenesses and just playing with, you know, what, what does this want to be? How does this entity want to show up in the world? How does it desire to be expressing through me and to me? And so <clears throat> on Sunday, one of the things that that was involving was my doing some research. And um, if any of you joined our show this past Tuesday with my sister goddess Rhonda Burns and myself, um, you, you might have heard this already. We were talking about a very interesting topic that I'll pull into this conversation in just a moment. So just bear with me if you've already heard this part. Uh, so I was, I was, I had gotten the term sexual alchemy. Now, to me, that's a way juicy term, of course, right? Because if you know anything about me, you know I love to talk about sex and bodies and all that kind of stuff. So 
I was doing some research, and it turns out there is somebody who wrote a book called Sexual Alchemy, and so I was looking at that, and I was just kind of looking at his approach to the book, to to how he presented his perspective and, and where he was playing at. And in the course of looking at some other stuff around that topic and, and how people had been presenting that, um, I found this video, and I the name of the video was intriguing to me, so of course I clicked on it. And so I go and I am watching this video and it was very interesting. I had a I had one of those kind of moments when I started to watch it of I don't think this really lines up with what I know or what what the way I play with this energy and yet there was something asking me to watch it. And so I was willing to go, I was willing to follow the energy as we say. So I did and <clears throat> It started off lovely. It was giving some history. It was drawing some metaphors and analogies and allegory and all kinds of fun stuff and talking about um, the, the different meanings, sort of some of the, the deeper, if you will, or the secret meanings, you know, in some of the words representing uh, God, supreme creator, uh, the deity, uh, the supreme deity divinity and so i'm i'm intrigued and i'm like oh this is there was it really the first in the first 15 minutes there was a great deal of, of beauty in what was being presented and it it wasn't extremely different from what i had studied what i had heard there was a few interesting pieces in there that i hadn't really played with but i was interested i was following it i was like okay okay where are we going with this and about 15 minutes into this <laughs> they present this notion that I just, I it landed completely sideways in my universe. <laughs> so they were talking about essentially the story of creation. And they in this video, they were using the story of Adam and Eve uh, to present their information. And they presented that when, uh, before um, Eve ate the apple, essentially, uh, before we chose to acquire the knowledge of good and evil, um, that we were these divine beings that um, there really was no separateness, there was no male specifically and female specifically, that um, the act of producing offspring was this divine occurrence that was done uh, in a very special ritualistic kind of way and um, that everybody was basically very happy in the garden. Now they did, they did, you know, say that um, Adam and Eve were the representatives of humanity and they didn't say that it was only Adam and Eve on the planet. So they were a little bit more expanded than some of the the ways the story is presented, but they were really using it for examples, as an example purpose. And so, so then when they get to the point about Eve eating the apple, I know, Lily, this gets me on fire. <laughs> when they get to the point about Eve eating the apple, um, it, it kind of went in a perpendicular direction for me. And uh, what they presented was that a result of, of, or the result of choosing to partake of that knowledge, that fruit, if you will, um, meant that the knowing of good and evil created, um, it, it was basically too much for humanity and that humanity would not know what to do with that, and that um, it therefore was going to cause consequences, that it would leave, that it would cr create in humanity the rise of desire 
which would cause suffering. And therefore, uh, and now this was what they were presenting, <laughs> but this is where I kind of went, what? What they put forth was that uh, orgasm was actually something that was not meant for humanity to enjoy because it was too much for humanity. It was something humanity could not understand and would not know how to use the energy of, and therefore our our choice to know good and evil and our achieving orgasm in a human body was actually something that was not, um, how do we say this? It, it was to be avoided, and it was... Um, they created lots of reason and justification around all of that to propose their theory, their their statement that um, it made us separate from God or the creator, whatever word you want to use for God. Um, now, I know that this is potentially a controversial subject for some people. And so if it's pushing buttons for you and you need to turn off the radio or the computer or switch to a different URL, I totally get it. I honor that, and I thank you for hanging around this long. If, however, you want to get to something different, and if there is something that you would like to explore that you actually know, that I know you know, <laughs> that I'm aware that you are aware of, um, I invite you to stay with us. I invite you to, to take a breath and let go of all of whatever judgments you've, you've brought into the topic, to the conversation today. And just hang out with me for a little while longer, and let's see what we get here. So this is where I kind of had a moment when I actually I heard them say, and they, they wrote it on the screen. They put it up in words on the screen as well. Desire leads to suffering. Desire basically is the cause of suffering. That was their, one of their premises. And I get it. Everybody's entitled to their interesting point of view. And... <laughs> I I find that point of view kind of an insanely insane, interestingly insane point of view. Let's put it that way. So, and and again, we're all we can all have the points of view we have. I'm not invested that you change yours today. Uh, I'm inviting you to the possibility of having more of your own awareness um, at your disposal, of your own cognitive awareness as well. So. The other thing that they that they stated, this other part being that um, orgasm was something that humanity could not, that should not um, be experiencing outside of that ritualistic way that they experienced it before um, Eve ate the apple, basically. Now, so just so we're all clear, I totally know that that's a story. I know a lot of you know that. So that's my that's one of my premises here for this conversation. I'm not here to debate the story of Adam and Eve because it's a story, and I totally get that. It is one of many stories of creation. It is one of many of the ways that have been presented as how we came to be and what created us being the way we are right now. So I'm not talking about the story of creation. Really what got me on as I was watching this, and I, I actually had to pause this video four times and process <laughs> and and use my tools. I, I chose to. I didn't have to. I chose to. And use the tools I have, all kinds of tools that I have. And 
<sighs> what was fascinating to me was this brought me to the place of really calling the lie. And, you know, how many times have you heard all of the stories, any, many, many representations of stories that are about um, our being separate from, you know, in, in, for any kind of reason or justification. We've heard those a lot, right? And something in me on Sunday just clicked. And I thought, I, I, I had this awareness of how pervasive that lie is and how that lie, when we choose to keep that in place, sets things in motion that are really destructive in our bodies, in our lives, in the scope of possibilities that are available to us. It is a huge limitation. So where that went for me was not on my watch. And I had been asking, this was doubly intriguing for me because I had been asking the universe to show me some things and and I totally was aware that that my being led to this video was a part of me being given what I was asking for in terms of information and awareness and it was the energy required to shift the tumblers for me and trigger some people could say trigger this reaction and yet through the reaction I was in the course of processing my processing myself, I found or I connected or got more in touch with what really was going on for me. And if it hadn't been that video, I'm sure it would have been some other thing. I'm grateful it was the video and not a conversation with other people in which I had to process myself and quite possibly offend someone and, you know, it didn't have to go that route, thankfully. Thank you, universe. Yes, I like creating things with nonviolence. So um, I, I was so aware that this was part of what I had been asking for and really what it brought me to was I will no more be a person who participates in the perpetration of this lie. Now, does that mean that I'm going to go, you know, start any kind of protest or it, no, it doesn't. For me, what it is about and what it is opening up in my world is a, a sense of clarity in my work, in what really turns me on. And where I get it is that it's kind of one of those fundamental pieces of my work. Um, and that's always been present, and I could not have stated it this way until I had gotten to this point, um, which I think is so cool. You know, <laughs> we're, we're constantly receiving information, and it's just a matter of when we're willing to choose to actually take that information in and respond to it um, that other choices open up to us. So you hear me talk about energy a lot. And uh, the energy of this, the energy of the conversation in that video, the energy of all of what I went through in the course of watching the video and all of the awareness that was coming up for me and sort of exploding in my universe, it was amazing actually. Um, and, and largely I get that is relative to the fact that I was willing. I had been asking for more awareness, for more information, and I was willing to receive it.
And I don't make the people who created this video wrong for making their video at all. I fully honor and respect that each of us has a way that we filter that information, interpret that information, process it, transmute it, transform it, and you know, turn it into something else. I fully respect that. For me, the gift of it has been getting more clarity for myself. So we're going to talk more about clarity, and we're going to talk more about not on my watch, and we're going to talk more about letting go of lies, and, and what is the value? What is the value of the lie of separation? What has it actually created for you, folks? Yeah. So when we get back, let's dive even more into this juicy, very interesting, possibly somewhat controversial topic. And how does it get even better than that? You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark here with my co-pilot, Lila Rue, and we will be back after these messages. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, your host. And uh, we're jumping in today to the topic of not on my watch. 
And if you uh, missed part of the first segment, that's not necessarily something I'm asking you to proclaim. It's really a proclamation for me um, that came from some major shifting and, and shaking up that occurred for me just about a week ago. And it brought some some clarity for me. Uh, and where I went to was with a, a new degree of uh, awareness and some people could say certainty um, was, or, or I could say commitment, was uh, not on my watch. This lie does not get to pervade anymore on my watch. So whatever is required of me to do, be, choose, perceive, know, um, create, uh, change, <laughs> um, I will, I'm willing to choose that. Uh, this is about uh, a real sense of, okay, I, have a, I know what's real and true for me, and I am not asking or expecting any one of us to uh, afflict our truth onto some, someone else or what is true for us onto someone else. I am simply letting you all know this is something that I got to, and I'm wondering what else is possible here if we were willing to let go of the lie of separation in particular. So I'm going to I'm going to get into the slightly controversial part of this now. So, hi Lori love. <laughs> My hands are flying around so I'm not typing at the moment so I'm saying hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming to join us in the chat for everybody who's popping in. Um yeah, so so we all are aware of stories of creation. There's a lot of them, okay? And again, this this is not really about debating any of those stories or making any of them better than any of the others or trying to um, disqualify all of them or any of them at all. So um, it's really about, would you, yes, my love, <laughs> Lily's here, energy's moving, she's going to chime in. Um, would you be willing to let go of every investment you have in this 10 seconds, please, uh, to keep the story of separation in place. So everywhere you have adopted and adapted any story of creation, any of the stories, would you be willing to suspend that for the length of this conversation and allow a window, hi Roseanne, allow a window to open through which you can receive your awareness just for this conversation. You can close it when we're done if you want. You don't ever have to open it again. You can plaster over it if you like, and you don't even you can totally pretend we never even opened it. You can just pretend there's not even a window there if you want. But just for the conversation today, would you be willing to go with me? Awesome. All right. So stories of creation. I have always been fascinated by this. Now, as a little kid, <laughs> I noticed that uh, there was quite a few different, in, in, my, as a, in my kid's point of view into the world, quite a few different churches, quite a few different ways that people did their thing in their churches, okay? And it was really intriguing to me because everybody was really invested in whatever they talked about in their church being right, being the only answer, okay? But as I was looking out into the world and doing my tour of of churches as I went into my teenage years, 
it dawned on me that, um, hello, people, there's more than one way to talk about this. And if you're talking about this story over here and they're talking about that story over there, how do you both be right? So it was fascinating to me that everybody had their version of a story. Everybody had their story that explained things, okay? So what do you know, folks? What do you know? What are you aware of is what I'm really curious of here. And you don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to share it with anybody if you don't want to. What are you aware of is what I'm asking you to get into for you. So in the stories of creation, typically there is a point in most of the stories at which something creates a separation. A separation from our creator. Now, this is where things get really intriguing. When we separate ourselves, when we view ourselves as separate, when we affirm ourselves as separate, we're beginning to go into something that you could call polarity. When you separate yourselves from something, energetically, you have to go into an either-or in the way that we play on this planet. So if you weren't separate from the creator, whatever you want to call that, God, source, divine being, divine love, I don't have an investment on what you call it. All I'm asking you is to look at, if you were actually not separate, would you have more choice available to you or less? Would you be more potent or less? Would you have more possibilities or less? Mm, great question, Lori. Yes, we will, we will play with that. So I know that we're not going to cover all of this. Like This is going to open the Pandora's box, so to speak, in this conversation because we only have, well, now we have less than an hour. <laughs> Actually, we have less than half an hour. Ah! And so where I'm at today is I really invite you to begin the process of playing with where are you allowing this lie to wreak havoc in your life? Now, I say wreak havoc, and to some that might sound like that's a conclusionary statement. And what I ask you is, if you weren't spending the energy that you're currently spending to keep yourself separate from, how much more energy would you have in your body, in your life? How much more vitality would you have in your body, in your life? How much more awareness would you have <laughs> in your body, with your body, in your life. Yeah. So let's talk about, okay, first we're gonna, uh, we've got a fabulous question. So can you let a person know that you no longer are okay with their behavior and let them know that they are not welcome at your home without separating? What questions would one ask to know that we are not separating? Thank you. Yes, beautiful. I like the show me questions. Universe, show me the energy of separateness I am using. Show me where I am choosing separateness. Now, those are kind of like the 
the questions that are I call the 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 ease questions just because it's it's a way of like hey could you could you like let me see this a little bit more could you give me some more ease with seeing this with having my awareness of this please um, and when you have people in your life that are that it is your your awareness is it is actually not really creating or contributing for you uh to have them in your life it is actually not matching the energy you say you desire that might be a question to start with when you're looking at the possibility of actually saying something to someone is okay truth does this person does having this person in my life contribute to what i say i want to be creating and if you get a yes which you might surprisingly get a yes, <laughs> you might ask some more questions like, okay, what is the appropriate choice here? What choice can I make with this person today to create greater ease with all of this right away? Yes, I like to rhyme things. A lot of us do. <laughs> you hear that a good bit on our shows here on A to Zen. And, and another question, now if you, get a, if you get a no to the first question, if, they're not a, if it's not going to be a contribution, um, you can also ask, okay, what choice can I make today with this person to create greater ease in changing this, greater ease with changing this, or that would change this right away? So you may not actually have to end up speaking words to them. You might actually, being the potent creator you be, <laughs> create um, different energetic um influences, okay, or invite different energies in, that that person becomes uncomfortable with the energy and actually chooses to leave. In some cases, however, you might actually have to say something. You can ask the universe, you can ask your awareness for what would be appropriate for me to say, or you can just ask what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be the energy required to change this with total ease. And if that does require you saying something, my awareness is you will know what to say. And it doesn't have to look like, and I'm saying this because I get this is a huge question mark for so many of us, because this is a place we get tripped up. When we go to have these conversations, yeah, it's like we don't we don't want to come across as a hater because we don't necessarily hate the people. It's about, hey, look, this isn't really working. This is not ease for me. This is not a contribution to me. This is not something that matches what I say is important to me. And that's really the point that I invite us all to play with more. What are you saying is important to you? And I, believe me folks, this is the hot seat I am in right now. I am with you 110% in this moment. Oh my God. 110%. This is the hot seat I am in okay, what am I saying is important to me? What am I saying that I desire to be creating in my life? What do I truly desire to be creating in my life and as my life? And does the choice that I am making, whether that's to eat this jelly donut, to go to this movie, to spend an hour on the phone with this person, to buy this makeup, to... Uh, talk to so-and-so, to take this class, does the choice I'm making, does this choice I'm making, whatever choice that is, match that energy? And will it contribute to what I desire to create 
in and as my life? And if you get a no, if it is not going to be a contribution, you don't have to choose to remove it from your life. You can still go ahead and choose it, and you're choosing it with the awareness. And you know what? You can choose it to see where it takes you. Because we make all kinds of choices every day. And if you could be willing to make those choices with the allowance that this is really your experiment. And I don't say that to preach at you. I know that so many of us go into judgment when we get that awareness. You know, we'll we'll get the the, the negatory response to no, it's not matching what you say you want to you, what you desire, and then we'll start judging ourselves. Well, okay, stop it. <laughs> if you saw my image for the show this week, stop it. Because that's where we trip ourselves up and we let the lie come back. We let the lie win. When we judge ourselves, we're taking ourselves further into separation. So, thank you. Yes, those are some questions to play with. And if there's more coming up around that, please let me know. Um, Punch that into the chat room. (laughs) Punch that in. Type that into the chat room. (laughs) It's not a key punch machine, Keisha. So, so now I want to I, – I, the energy that I'd like to play with to add to this mix is the energy of orgasm and this whole notion that was presented in, as a part of this video that I watched and I know is a part of a, a number of practices and, and bodies of work and philosophies that exist on this planet that orgasm is not something that humanity can handle, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not shelling it for time's sake. So um, I'm just going to ask you folks, what is your awareness about that? Right? What do you know? If you have, if, if, for those of you who have not experienced a sexual orgasm, an orgasm through sexual peak, I'm asking you to consider all of your life. What is it that you receive that energy, that, that juicy vitality, that vibrancy, that creation energy that oh my goodness now i'm gonna this is this is kind of fun because you know i like to look up words and so orgasm um as a noun uh if i if you go to etymology online well it's etym online but it's etymology online actually um this is this is just a quick what is in etymology online from the 1680s sexual climax from the French orgasme uh, or modern Latin orgasmus, which I think is fun, and the Greek orgasmos, which I like, because as I was saying on Tuesday's show with Rhonda, <laughs> I love that word because it's like orgasm and cosmos. And that to me is like such a cool, juicy, hybrid word, <laughs> even though I don't know that that's what the Greeks had in mind when they created it, but because <laughs> it has been several hundred years. But um, from that, it is excitement, swelling, um, to be in heat, to become ripe for, to swell, be excited. Um, when it's related to O-R-G-E, the root of the word, um, it's dealing with impulse, excitement, or anger. Uh, another interpretation of the root uh, is to burgeon or swell with strength. Now, I thought that was kind of cool. And then if you go to the Urban Dictionary, I love this. <laughs> The top definition in the Urban Dictionary is the meaning of life. And I think Rhonda's the one who actually came across that one on Tuesday, and I had to go look that up. <laughs> and how many of us have an awareness that 
that life force energy that is present in the energy of orgasm, of in the orgasmic energies of our body, of our life, of our living, that that is that essence of creation, yeah? Like the chaos of it, the limitlessness of it, the uncontrollability of it, the non-structuredness of it, the way beyond linearness of it. You can't conclude it, compute it, um, control it, <laughs> calculate it, okay? So if, now, this is beyond anything about, you know, all of the stimulating in the right places and all of that. Yes, that could be a conversation for another day. And by the way, if you missed the conversation that I had with Rhonda this past Tuesday, please, please look below uh, the replay here in, in the body of text. You will find a way to sign up for uh, Sexually Speaking. And if you haven't already done that, um, you will be able to get on the list to receive the links to play with us live each week. And this week we talked about can't keep a good orgasm down, and this was a part of the conversation as well, is what if that is an energy that empowers us, that strengthens us, that is an energy of our touching the divine, of our acknowledging the, the massive, limitless life force creation energy that we actually be. And what if you don't ever have to separate yourself from that? Oh my goodness, we just went, okay, for all of you who just checked out, <laughs> bodies, call your beings back. <laughs> yeah, so let's take a breather, quick little break, take a breath, don't panic. Everything you're making that mean, I'm asking you if you'd be willing to choose beyond that and everywhere you're letting it stick you and everything you've defined orgasm to be and everything you defined God to be and everywhere you've separated yourself from orgasm and everywhere you've separated yourself from God and oh my goodness, gravy. Wow, would you be willing to destroy and create all that? <laughs> Holy moly, fans. Oh, yeah, okay, so we kind of need a little breather break for that. So you're listening to Living Well. I'm Tisha Clark. Keep breathing. Keep enjoying. What if you invited the energy of orgasm over the break? And what if you allowed it to be a part of your life for this, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 seconds, maybe even 90? And let's talk about it when we get back. <laughs> Thanks, folks. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, 
Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the last segment for today's show of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm still Keisha Clark, and I hope you're still listening. <laughs> and whoever you are, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, um, you know, if you want to be somebody else in this 10 seconds, well, you, you can. And I'm going to invite you to be present with us still. We're talking about the energy of orgasm. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so... What does this have to do with not on my watch? Well, for me, where I am today with this is I, I am making a commitment to those who I meet, those well, to myself first and foremost, and to those who I meet, to those who I play with, to those who I co-create with, and to those whom I work with. However it shows up for any of us when I get to meet you or work with you or play with you, my commitment to you is I will not allow the lie to stay in place. So if you're going to play with me, if you're going to come work with me, if you're going to create with me, we're going to obliterate the lie. So the lie is no longer allowed to stand. The lie of separation is no longer allowed. So not on my watch for me is everywhere that I can be the energy and space and consciousness of busting that lie and allowing, being the allowance for what else is possible when we can let go of that lie, that's what I'm choosing. That's what I'm being. So I'm making that promise to me. I'm making that promise to you, whether we ever meet in person or not. I'm holding that energy or I'm actually being that energy, space, and consciousness because I don't need to hold it. I just need to be it. And if I am willing to choose to keep being that, every moment that I'm willing to choose it, what I am aware of is that that creates the change that I desire to be creating in my life and as my life. And I invite you to play with what are you desiring and are you willing to allow that orgasmic energy to be more a part of your life, to show up more 
in your body and in your life? And what if it doesn't have to show up only in a specific conditional situation? What if it can show up when you are brushing your teeth? What if it can show up when you're putting gas in your car? What if it can show up when you're changing your children's diapers? What if it can show up when you're making a business uh, agreement? What if it can show up when you're dropping your kids off at school or picking them up from school? And what if it doesn't have to be a singing orgasm? Because, you know, yeah, that might get a little awkward to explain to the kids. <laughs> but what if it's showing up as the form of you're playing your radio loud and you're singing with your kids? What if that is an invitation for more of the energy of creation? And what if that is you being a creator? being the master source creator. I did a show called OMG, I'm an OMC. I'm sorry, MSC, master source creator. <laughs> different different words. But yeah, what if you are the master source creator of you? What if you require no separation? What if all of this about the knowledge of good and evil is simply a reference to our awareness of polarity and we don't have to choose it? Having the knowledge of it gives us something called awareness. And what if we're functioning from our awareness and our knowing rather than separateness? Do you get how much energy is required to keep you separate, friends? Do you get what that leads to? If you look around our world right now, you will see prime examples of what the lie of separation gives rise to. Cain and Abel, more stories. In every philosophy, in every belief structure, there is the story of creation. There is the story of good and evil. There is the story, or there's really many stories, many metaphors to represent these choices we make from polarity. The stories don't have to be the laws. They don't have to be the basis from which we create. They simply are information. And what if you allowed them to be information? Now, I might sound like I'm getting on the pulpit here. <laughs> and I know I might be preaching to the choir. <laughs> and I had that moment this past Sunday for me that everything started to click more. And I had an awareness that it really was not okay. And I am also aware that that doesn't mean I have to start a war or a battle or an argument or a debate. It simply, for me, means in this moment that I can choose to be the energy that does not receive the lie. I simply don't have to receive it. I simply don't have to pretend that I buy it. So are you willing to let go of all the lies of separation that you have woven into your life, consciously or unconsciously? And I'm talking about your entire existence as well. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence with no lie, with no separation? If you did not allow separation to be real for you, what else could be possible? And that's what I'm after, friends. So if you want to stay with the lie, if that's really what you're invested in choosing, it's not going to be on my watch. So come play with me and let's change 
what keeps us separated. Let's let go of the lie. Let's find and change whatever we created, invented, and put in place that makes us somehow believe or want to believe that the lie has to be real. Would you be willing to choose that for you? Whether you come play with me ever, ever, ever or not, would you be willing to choose that for you? Would you be willing to have your own not on my watch? What if we did this not on our watch? And I know that that phrase has been used in multiple applications. And really, the energy of it is simply, I'm not going to play this game anymore. And I'm not going to let the lie have the power. Whether that's the lie of separation, hate, anger, rage, envy, resentment, I'm not letting it have any power in my life. And that's where we start. We start with each of ourselves, right? So that is what I'm inviting you, friends. Have your not on your watch. And I'm having my not on my watch. And I am asking you to stop it every time and everywhere and every way you have been willing to allow the lie to be real for you, whatever lie that is. I invite you to play with that. And I invite you to play with me more. Because <laughs> I love getting to play with you guys. I love going myth-busting. I, it's one of my favorites to do. So um, there's some ways you can play with me. If you're listening to this as a replay, just scroll down and click on the link that waves at you. There's a few of them there. My summer special is still up and running through the end of September. You can actually purchase a 2020 session. That's 20 minutes for $20. Because um, change doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to take a whole lot of talking. And the way that I work, it really doesn't have to take a whole lot of words either. So um, that's one option. Another option is to come play with me on Tuesdays with my divinely delicious co-host, Rhonda Burns, who's also a host here on A2Zen of Potency is My Game. When we get together on Tuesdays, we play with Sexually Speaking. We are having unconventional conversations to unfuck your life, celebrating all things sex and the sex of everything. And we've also got a YouTube channel, but just get yourself on the list and we'll send you all that information. Um, I also am playing with Alan Burns for Choosing Beyond... Uh, Alan Burns, I just hybrided you guys. How funny is that? Alan Jones with Choosing Beyond Beyond and we will have a very interesting conversation coming very soon. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You can find all of these things on Facebook. You can find My Living Well. You can find Choosing Beyond Beyond. Um, not quite yet with Sexually Speaking, but that's coming. So just look for me, find me, come play. And for this week, not on my watch, not on your watch, what are you willing to change now? And bust open the lie of separation. I adore you, friends. Mwah. Have a great week. Thank you Thank for listening you. in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?